welcome back, Somerville. Welcome back to the Somerville Advice Givers Podcast, where we connect you with the advice you need for when life happens. I'm your host, Yaden Smith, and this week we have Brian Anderson of Advion Consulting, the, the web internet technology guru uh, in town. Brian, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Aiden. Appreciate being here. Very glad to have you. I know that, um, let's see, we, we've been, we've known each other for a bunch of years now. For good look, I can't you remember know, when um, we met. It was before Rotary. We've been yeah. at Rotary for a bunch of years. Yeah. It was before Rotary. Maybe it was uh, at a networking, networking event, event or you know, something like the, that. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, for those of you who don't, for y'all who don't know, Brian basically, um, dreams in one you, you see if you've seen the matrix <laughs> then you, he's the operator he's staring at the computers seeing all those things flash on the screen and he just knows what it means i don't know about all that <laughs> <laughs> well brian you know jump right into your story to make How, how'd you how'd you get started with uh, uh tech consulting that sort of thing what, what led you to connect with advion you know well it all started when i was born i guess no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> But uh, in, in all fairness, you know, I had uh, in the in the early 80s when, you know, the key phrase was get him a computer young, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because uh, they'll be ahead of the game. Well, my grandfather, um, who's now 100. What? Yes. And my grandmother is 98. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. She can still sit Indian style. She's just amazing. Amazing woman. Some 40-year-olds can't sit Indian style. I know. I can't sit Indian <laughs> style. Are you kidding me? So, yeah, she's, uh, she was amazing. He was amazing. They got me my first computer when I was three. That was a Tandy TRS-80. The TRS-80. Yes, the Trash-80. That's right. That's, That's right. right. That's right. And uh, I learned basic on that, and okay. I learned to read and program at the same time. So computers have always been ubiquitous in my life, mm-hmm. one way or another. So... You know, I don't really have to think about this stuff when it happens. It just automatically clicks. Because you, you, you're just, just typing and it's just, it's just, it's, it's just, not even a second yeah, language. Yeah. I, I don't, just I don't really have to speak. think about it much. You know, if, if you're a musician out there and you play music and you play it well enough where you don't have to think about the notes, right. that that's the best way that I oh, can. Oh, what a good analogy. That's the best way that I can say it because you're not really thinking about where your fingers are going. You're not really yeah. thinking about, you're just thinking about the music. And, um, you know, that that's kind of how computers Ooh. and technology comes to me. And then when there's something new, it just kind of gets added in to uh, whatever repertoire I have up there for that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's all based off of similar things that started way back then. Um, the basics are all the same. Um, the internet really hasn't changed that much, um, you know, since it was introduced. It's just more ones and zeros. Well, it, it's just more uh, more tweaks, mm-hmm. you know, more little things that can do something just a tad bit new. Right. That um, you just add on and continue to go. And that, that's kind that's of... Uh, so, yeah, I started off when I was about three and I had computers... Um, Ever since, you know, going up to the Tandy 1000 and the Commodore 64. I think our first computer was the TL2 1000. Okay. With a color display. Nice. And we got the whole setup from Radio Shack. Right. Radio Shack. Sure. You know, the display, the computer, and the printer all at the same time. Right. Right. And it even had the GUI of some sort. 
right. which I didn't know what anything was. It's just like, oh, I use the arrow keys to go to this box, and this is the program that I want. Yeah, you had like to load 10 five and a quarter floppy disks to make that happen or right. something like that. Well, this one had the three and a half. <laughs> oh, nice. It's like, why are these called floppy? These are, these are hard plastic. Right, right, right. Before <laughs> hard drives and all that good stuff. So, yeah, that's, uh, that was my growing up. And then, um, you know, I, I, really, uh, I never really figured out what I wanted to do you know, as I was going through and, uh, I'm not sure anybody does. Right. Right. And, and when I was younger, I, I was, um, I don't know, a little socially awkward maybe. And the computer kind of, no helped me computer skip to geek, that. socially awkward. Uh, you know, it's the what? cliche, right. <laughs> but, um, you know, there was some family stuff that, uh, that contributed to that a little bit. And, um, you know, I just kind of found myself going more and more into that world one way or another. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, got to where I wasn't as good at communicating with the outside world as I was, you know, uh, on the digital one, which I'm sure many people can relate to, especially today. And um, at 18, when I could get my first real job, I forced myself to get a sales job at Radio Shack because, of course, technology is what Mm -hmm. I knew, what I was good at. And um, I really did not like the fact that I just couldn't talk to someone, um, you know, felt like maybe they were judging or whatever. So I forced myself to get a sales job so I could literally be forced to talk to random people. Like I'm a practice talking to people. And I was freaked out for the first couple of weeks oh, wow. while, while, you know, my body adjusted to this new, <laughs> you know, social uh, anxiety level that I had thrust upon myself. But, um, you know, it turned out to be pretty good at it. And uh, over the course of time, um, that came to be kind of a, uh, kind of a theme for a long time. I went through, uh, kind of a retail college experience, if you will, learned there a lot about business, um, learned a lot about management and management styles. I learned a lot about how to sell things, um, about what people want, you know, what people don't want the customer service side of it. So, um, as I was going through college and trying to figure out what I wanted to do, I was doing what I wanted to do the whole time. And I just never knew it. Right. So, um, you know, that, that's kind of how, how I went through that. And, uh, you know, I went through all kinds of majors. I went, my first major was electrical engineering. I was very good at engineering and I decided I didn't want to sit behind a desk all day and design circuits. (laughs) So then I went into marketing because at that point I loved people. And, um, then I realized that, uh, you know, marketing really didn't have enough technical stuff for me. Right. And, uh, went into computer science and then that time they didn't have web design or anything like that. And, um, you know, I decided I was like, Hey, I don't want to sit behind a desk and design programs. I could have done that with (laughs) double E and, um, you know, finally I ended up with web design and e-commerce. And at the time, the only place that carried that was at Trident. Um, everything else was super computer, you know, right. computer focus, computer security, and that stuff I didn't really have to worry about. And I knew most of that right. stuff um, and uh, ended up going down that pathway. But today my business does all of it. We do, you know, we're just as good at computer security and information technology as we are at advertising on the web and whatnot. Nice. And really it's because we don't focus on technology. We focus on people right. and being People are still the driving force. Right. And you know, one thing that I learned from my retail education is that um, if you focus on price and you focus on things, 
then you won't be around long. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's a couple of cases that uh, I've just been following through this uh, Amazon retail thing that's going on right now. And um, you can kind of see through their advertising when they start to go. Um, You know, Radio Shack used to be, you've got questions, we've got answers. Right. Then they changed it. They went straight down. Oh. Circuit City. Where service is state of the art. I still remember that tagline. And then they went away from that service and they went into a price war with Best Buy. They didn't win. And those of you who are under 20 have never heard of Circuit City. There you go. Well, you know, and then there's, um, you know, there there are several other examples of that gateway. Um, they oh, used yeah, to I remember be, Gateway. Yeah. I, actually, that was one of my jobs. I was a business sales rep at Gateway. One of my favorite jobs. Jason Moritz, if, you, if you're listening to this, shout out. <laughs> love you, buddy. Um, still good friend. But, um, you know, when they went away from their service and focusing on their local stores and their local service, and they started competing head-on against Dell and the online marketplace, and they, they really started cannibalizing themselves because mm-hmm. they weren't you know, pushing their one-on-one customer service, they were saying, hey, we're, we're great at price. And as soon as they did that, they go down. And th- in this age, I think especially, you know, with, uh, with non-brick, now you're competing against people that don't have to have inventory. They don't have to have the overhead. Right. They don't have to have the 5,000-square-foot building. You know, they don't have to have that. They can beat you on price almost every time. Mm-hmm. And um, The problem with the price war is you might win. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and everybody's trying to price to everybody's racing to zero. Yeah. In a race to the bottom. The danger is you might win. You hit the bottom. That's right. But, uh, you know, what I learned out of that is customer service. That's the key. Mm -hmm. You focus on customer service. You don't have to worry about anything else. You have to be competent at what you do. Right. But if you focus on, you know, making sure that people have a great experience they're, they're happy, they're, you know, um, encouraged, they're nurtured, they're taught, right. you know, all the things that we need that a computer can't give you, yep. an online yep. store can't give you, you know, even though they try, there's nothing quite the same as a human one-on-one interaction where, you know, you can ensure, you can teach, and, um, you know, that's kind of what we focus on. So no matter what we do with technology, we have that same you know, core belief that goes along with that. And it's, it's done well for us. We've been right on, we've been good and successful working with that strategy. So how long has Advion been around? When, when been did you get started? 10 years. Yeah. I can't believe it either. Um, yeah, we started in 2008, the perfect time to start a business. <laughs> <laughs> um, started with just a handful of, uh, of clients and, you know, had the same motto then that we do now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, connecting people is our passion. That's what we do. And, um, we've just steadily grown from, from there, from just me to, uh, you know, several technicians and, um, web developers. And I saw, I saw one of y'all's techs at, um, at a law firm where I was at, um, for an appointment like, oh, it's one of the Advion ninjas. <laughs> he, he got a chuckle out of that. I can't remember who it was, but I recognized yeah. his shirt. Right. right. That's awesome. Ten years. Ten and, years. You know? Ten years. That's fantastic. Here, here's, to, here's to way more than ten more. Thank you. Hey, you as well. That's awesome. You as well. You know, I, I, 
I heard when you were getting into real estate and um, I was like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, that's it for Yaden. He, he's, going, he's going to do so well at that. And of course, he, he, he blow expectations out of the water all the time. But, you know, this as well. I knew when you, you told me about this podcast, it was going to be something fun. And, you know, and we good are, um, when we, at, at this interview right now, exciting. we're six months in. Wow. To the podcast. We've yeah. been doing this every week for six months. And, you know, I, um, we have interviews lined up, ready for release. I, I've listened to a half. whole bunch of them and just such good people around here. It, it, Somerville is filled with these amazing stories. Fantastic people. And yeah. really, that's, that's the, you know, listeners, y'all are a critical piece in this equation because the goal is for these stories to be heard and shared and spread so that our guests can have a greater impact in the community so that, so that you listening can have a greater impact in the community. That's the point. We want Somerville to grow and flourish. And you hear it time and time again. Relationships. All the time. Relationships. Relationships. Build relationships with people. And the rest just kind of happens. Yeah. That's, so speaking of, of the rest just kind of happening and relationships, let's jump into the advice-giving part of the show. Okay. Right? So what are some pieces of advice that you can give you know, the regular person to make their life better? In advance... We already know, don't make your password, password. <laughs> we know that one. <laughs> don't make your password, password. That's a good one. Well, uh, you know, if we're... And this can be professional, this can be personal. That, you sure. Know. Well, well, we'll go down the professional line for a little bit. Um, you know, something that uh, I get quite a bit of is, um, you know, how do you make a good password? And, you know, how do you guys remember all the passwords? Because you must have thousands of passwords, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, I can tell you a great way. I have sticky way. notes all over my office. Right. Right. Not a great way. Not a great day, way I'm to kidding. organize. I'm kidding. Yeah. Not anymore. I don't have that anymore. Hey, that, that is an organization, uh, trait of some people for sure. Um, but a great way to, um, to make a password is you make a, you, you have two words that you combine together. The first word is always the same. It's your safe word. And then the second word is kind of like the site key for whatever you're trying to do. So if I wanted to say my dog's name, Chowder, and as my first word. That's the base. That's the one. That's the base that I always remember. And then the next one is bank or BNK or something like that. And the next one would be car. And the next one would be house. And the next one would be whatever that you wanted to put those two together. So really the only thing that you have to remember is that main password and then the secondary password for whatever you're doing. Now, to throw in a little, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a little fun here, I like to use phonetic spellings of things. Okay. So if I say balance, for example, it's not B-A-L, it's B-A-E-L-E-N-S is the phonetic spelling of balance. Okay. Yep, I'm with you. And I may throw some numbers in there. Yeah. But once I remember that main password then I don't have to remember so then you have a whole a bunch of crazy passwords because now all I have to remember is the site key. Right. And it makes it unique to each place that you go. And um, that way you don't have to, you know, constantly hunt and Just remember Just a random what generation of numbers and characters right. and letters. It's like right. H15 exclamation point pound three. If that's what you can M. remember. I've seen, people, <laughs> I've seen people remember crazy stuff like that. And, and that's what they do. Um, but nevertheless, that, that's a good way for your memory 
to be yeah. able to memorize a whole bunch of passwords and make them complex where computers and people can't brute figure force them attacks out. can't and, and right. for brute Makes force attacks what, what's difficult. like the what's the industry standard for length of passwords these days as people are coming up with this base you know additional word system so if you do this right yeah. you won't have to worry about it because okay. it'll be long yeah enough it'll be long be enough. but and after a while you won't even think about it you type it in you right. don't even think about it because you you type in the base word every single time yeah and then all you have to remember is this short little it's thing like, at the uh, end. this is this is my SCNG as uh, right. electricity right but but if you want to go there um, the best passwords are nine to twelve characters okay um, you know, special characters in there. Um, the dash is a great special character. The squiggly line right next to the one is a good mm -hmm. one as well. Yep. Um, also, the break line over the enter key. Those are those oh are, okay yeah. Those are good to uh, to do there as well. Um, spaces. People. A lot of people don't know you can actually use spaces in some passwords, and okay. a space is almost impossible for a computer to guess. Um, so those right. are yeah. Exactly. Or people. Com yeah, computer's not designed to think of a space no, as, a, as a character. It, exactly. So that that's also a good password thing. But uh, yeah, special characters, uppercase, lowercase numbers, um, a good mix of those, and and you're pretty good. But if you if you do the two words combined, typically you'll go over that. Yeah. And you'll have a good mix of special characters and whatnot. You can put an exclamation on the end, dash on the right. end, whatever you want to do. And um, it works really well. Right on. Yeah. Okay. So those of you who are trying to figure out how to generate passwords, now you have a system. I like that. Hope it works for you. Keep going. Oh, geez. What else? Um, advice. I don't know. That's all right. Talk a bit about um, what are, uh, let's see, with, with regard to, to what you do. What do you see as the most common mistake that somebody does when they're setting up their home Wi-Fi? Setting up home Wi-Fi, um, that's, uh, that's an interesting one because it, it's, it varies so much mm -hmm. from home to home. Yeah. You know, um, the building materials, um, the uh, insulation in the walls, what the walls are made out of. Um, what the outer walls are made out of, how many stories is it, the distance between the router and where you're trying to work or whatever that is, mm -hmm. um, the atmospheric conditions, the conditions of how many other Wi-Fi uh, signals are in the area, um, how many other signals in general are in the area. All of these contribute to you know, a good or a bad signal. Already I'm nervous for in, when I go home. I'm in like, your house. Oh, is this so, going to work? Um, <laughs> So, you know, one thing that, that I like to use, and we use this in businesses, we use this in schools and, you know, places that have a lot of users, is I like um, products that, that can actually duplicate themselves over the network and act as, you know, the same kind of base station. Um, Google has a couple of, uh, has one product that's pretty good, but the problem is, is that it relies on wireless to bounce the signal from one wireless device to another. Okay, yeah. And the problem with that is, you know, the problem with any signal, if you're trying to repeat a bad signal, you're only repeating a right. bad signal. And then if you repeat the bad signal again, well, you just repeated another mm -hmm. poor signal. 
So there's a device out there called... Here's um, my mesh network, all three routers right next to each other. <laughs> right, right, right. There you go. Um, there's a device called, out there called Ethernet over power. And it basically, you, you plug this device into the wall next to your router and you plug a hard wire into that. And then you go somewhere else in your house and you can plug that other device. There's a matching one. And it will give you Ethernet on the other side of the house through your copper wire. Oh, a power line network. Power line yes, network. Yes, I've read about those. That's right. Uh, we've used those successfully in homes to uh, duplicate signal on other sides of the home because now you're literally um, having another wireless access point that's plugged into an Ethernet port. And now you've got 100% signal you're boosting over here, Mm -hmm. 100% signal you're boosting over here. You have to use less boosters and you get better signal on both sides. So you could do this um, in a two-story or three-story home where you have one on each floor. Um, you can do it on a very wide home where you have one on the left, one right. on the right, one right. in the center maybe. Um, and the cool thing about those power line adapters is you can keep adding them. And the more that you add, the stronger the signal is um, because it actually uh, does um, boost that signal through the power line adapter. Because, uh, I mean, really your your power lines are copper. Right. Exactly the same as what's in it's those. Like, ca- it's like a coax cable. Right. So that's how those things work, and that's a great way to uh, to get signal on the other okay. side of the house. And, and you know, I've seen some uh, people that are gamers, mm-hmm. and they don't have um, they don't have a great great signal to their Xbox or whatever. And instead of using the wireless signal, you can actually use the wired signal on there, and that will help your gaming. Just click straight in. Oh, like that. nice. So Power that line. that yeah, that's a great way to do the home. But we we've also in in very rare instances where we can't get a line somewhere, we've used this in business and it's worked um, well. Wow, that's, I, I remember reading about Powerline way back in the day, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize it could actually work so so successfully. They, they, they have great ones, you know, and typically they're under $100, which is way less than what it costs oh to run a line yeah. anywhere in your home. It's, it's even way less than, you know, uh, most access points right. for 100 bucks. Right. Awesome. So for, for, um, you know, on the personal side, mm-hmm. I know, and the listeners, y- y'all, y'all can't, we don't have video of the podcast because we don't recommend people watching YouTube while they're driving to work. I have a radio face. There you go. We, we both have faces for radio, <laughs> but Brian, I see that you've brought two of your associates with you. I today. did. I did. And I know we only have two microphones, but, but y'all, you know, introduce, introduce who's with you today. So I brought my daughter, Layla, and my son, Ethan, and I'm so proud of them both. And one, one thing that um, I really love about you, Yaden, is, um, you know, you bring your kids to a lot of things to try to introduce them to new things and, you know, be with you and see what you do. And I think that's so critical. Growing up, I didn't have anything like that. Um, And as I go through my life, um, you know, one of my greatest goals is to be the best father that I can be. Amen. And I try to, I try to see things that are good that other Mm -hmm. fathers do and try to emulate them. And thankfully you are, you're in my life and I appreciate that. And, um, I definitely see your example. And it's one of the reasons why I brought my kids here, um, because 
you know, my daughter is crazy about animals, wants to be a vet. And, um, we've talked about, yeah, we've talked about, um, maybe, uh, starting a podcast for her to, uh, to talk about vet stuff and, you know, care for pets and things of that nature. So there's no time like, like today to do it, Layla. Oh my gosh. And And I know we sound super professional. Fortunately though, you don't have video of our studio. Because uh, we're just we're just sitting at a table having a conversation. They don't need to know. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> we have padded walls. The you know thousand dollar microphones. Oh, we've got a glass behind us with a the a sound booth the with city. eighty channels. <laughs> well, uh, Layla and Ethan and Ethan Ethan, awesome. Well, we are glad that y'all, we're very glad that y'all are here. You know, it's super exciting. I know. I think you talk about like exposing kids to like what you do, yeah. you know, with going to work, coming home, being self-employed, running your own business. Right. It's, I know when I was growing up, I got to go to work with my dad a couple times, you know, yeah. every now, cause we were homeschooled and there were four of us, especially when I learned how to drive. Cause then I would just drive my dad around. He sold, okay. he sold uh, Omaha steaks and seafood out of the back of a cargo van. Okay. And, but my kids now, when I take them with me, trying to get them to the perspective of dad just doesn't leave and then come back at five. Right. He's not just gone all day. Right. It's like, this is, we're going here, you know, in, in, with my business, we have to go to a meeting. We have to go check on a house. We have to go to another appointment or we're coming to the office and actually they set up all my podcasting equipment. Awesome. You know, William, who's 10, Phineas, yeah. who's eight. Yeah. They can set all this stuff up. They can check the sound levels. That's great. And, you know, get it all done. Yeah. I try to do as much as I can. You know, unfortunately, in my business, I can't just take them with me from business <laughs> to business. But, uh, but yeah, in, Ethan is uh, interested in engineering as well. Just uh, competed in governor's school. Um, he was in a governor's school camp and uh, took home first place for, for his engineering team. Congratulations, and, Ethan. Yeah, that was pretty exciting. So... So I love, uh, you know, I love that they're here. I love that, um, you know, I can, I have the opportunity to bring them here. So thank you for making the oh, environment man. Well, friendly as well. You, know, I appreciate you are it. welcome. Children are always welcome. Uh, even as guests on, if y'all ever have anything you want to talk about, shoot me an email. We'll get you, we'll get you on as a, as a not associate guest. <laughs> so Brian, we'll jump right into the final four as we move along. Okay. Right. So. Um, actually, no, wait, before we go into that, um, who's your prediction for World Cup? World Cup. World Cup. So mm. at, at the time of this recording, we are in the, what are we, in the quarterfinals? Quarterfinals, yeah, there's eight. Quarterfinals eight start left. today. There are two games today. Yes. Eight teams left. Yes. So we will see when the episode airs how it played out. Mm. Who's your, or who do you want to win? Okay. Um, I want France to win because I like Mbappe. He oh is my gosh. crazy fast. Uh, and he's, he's so young. He's 19 years 19 old. 19 years old. And he's man, just a kid. That kid can outrun you with the ball. <laughs> he is so fast. He is so crazy fast. And um, yeah, so uh, we're I would be we're super cheering. excited if France We're won. cheering for France. Yeah, we're cheering for France. And, um, you know, our, uh, our neighbors across the pond, you know, would, would love for England to uh, come back. Because it, I have several had friends really, from England. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm lean. I would love for, I would not be sad if France won, but I'm pulling for England 
yeah. to go all the way. So, um, you know, I, I'm I'm rooting for Brazil to not win. That okay. is kind of. It's know. always good to have someone you want to win, and then the anti-hero. Who do we not want to win? Um, we don't want any fish winning the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, when you hear this episode, you will already know who won the World Cup because this, this is not going to be released while the World Cup is going on. So check it out. See what our predictions stacked up. And speaking of World Cup and sports and, and life, Final Four question number one, when you pause from work, what do you do for fun? What do you like to do to play? Um, I love to play guitar. I love to uh, hang out, play guitar. Um, my daughter and I actually play guitar. You were telling just before we pushed yeah. the record button. What, what was uh, what was the gig that y'all had? So where was that? Um, our friend Dan Riley. Oh yeah, I love Dan. You love Dan. Dan Dan's fantastic. Dan, guy. I know you're listening, and I'm still waiting for the email back so you can become a guest. All right, get over <laughs> here. So he puts on uh, this little thing out at a Knightsville General Store called Porch Jam. Yeah. And he's done it four or five times now. And um, Layla and I have actually gotten up there and we play about two or three songs um, every time. And it, it is a blast. But uh, that's kind of, that's my escape. That's awesome. You know, because uh, I know you play a little bit of music. And the one thing about music is uh, when you play it, you're not thinking about anything past, present. That's right. You know, you're or past or future. You're just in the present you're at just that moment. Music. And um, that that is definitely my escape, and it's really cool. That's awesome. Um, so okay, I'm gonna have to watch for Porch Jam. Yeah, it's really fun. I think I there's think one the boys July would love 14th. To come or, check it out. Yeah, it, it's it's fun. Lots of local musicians. You know, nobody that is uh, pro. Um, and he kind of stacks it up where, uh, you know, there's people that do some local gigs that, mm -hmm. you know, play at the end. And then there's, you know, people that are just, uh, want to get up there and jam. It's hey, such I'm a, for cool... a place to play my music in front of people. Yes. It's such a cool little venue nice. out there. And of course the Knightsville store is so gracious to host it. And, um, you know, they have great snacks and it's just right out in front of their place. And nice. it, it's been a, it's been a really positive experience for, for Layla and I. Um, and our musical journey, if you will. So that, that's, you know, one thing that I, I really enjoy doing when, uh, when the lights go out and uh, on business side of it. Nice. Yeah. So in the next question, number two, as we keep moving on in the next 12 months, what are you most excited about? Be it personal, be it professional. What are you, what are you really looking forward to in this next year? Mm. This next year, personally, I'm really looking forward to going to Disney. Oh. Yes, yes. I don't know if the kids know this yet, but um, we have an appointment in October. Um, October, November, best times to go. School, okay. uh, because um, it's almost Because everybody's empty. in school. Everybody's in school. and Nobody's um, there for the holidays yet. It's not crazy hot, but it's not cold in Florida. October, November. Yeah. All right. So there, there's little wait for lines and now, see, this is the is kind of advice cool. I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, but you guys can't all go at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> wait to wait till next one, next year, next year. No. Um, so, uh, I'm really looking forward to that. You know, my son, uh, trad, who is not here today, he's mm -hmm. four and he's at that magical age oh, where everything yes. is just incredible and pixie dust is real and, 
and it, you know? it's really Donald Duck standing right, there. Right, right, right. So, um, you know, and he's vocal and he's excited. And, you know, so I'm really looking forward to that time. I, I had one of those experiences with Layla. Um, when she was about four, we went to Disney and I had her on my, had her on my shoulders and, um, we were watching the fireworks, the ending fireworks, right. which, you know, are just magical. Amazing. Just I'm sure. And, um, Jiminy Cricket goes up there and he's like, I wish, I wish with all my heart, you know, that whole thing that he does. And, and Layla's up there and just in the sweetest Layla voice. And I, I wish, I wish with all my height that I could see fireworks. It was the <laughs> sweetest thing in my life that I can remember from baby Layla. Baby Layla was amazing. Oh, I miss baby Layla so much. One day. One day, if I could have back for baby Layla, I'd trade just about everything. That <laughs> is awesome. That. I know uh, our youngest is three, and I know exactly those moments you're talking about. Mm-hmm. They are mm-hmm. fantastic. Oh, yeah. Just those things that, you know, I find as a dad and, and getting older, you, you forget a lot of those mm-hmm. little mannerisms, those sayings. You know, it's so easy today. We take video of everything. We take pictures of everything. But um you know, some of those moments that, and those little mannerisms that uh, you just can't get back, you don't want to forget. That's awesome. It's so hard not to forget it. But yeah. those, those things, uh, that one in particular stayed with me. We even wrote ourselves a little song about that called uh, Fireworks, and it's beautiful. Maybe next time we do your <laughs> podcast, uh, I'll have Layla sing our song together because it, it's, it's fun. Or at Porch Jam. Or at Porch Jam. There you go, Porch Jam. I don't know. I think we're going to keep that for us. Brian, what is, uh, what's a good way for the audience to get in touch with you? Which is final four question number three. How, how do we find you? I mean, I know you guys are online. You're a tech company. Yeah, absolutely. So, so um, you, we'll, we'll, put, we'll spell everything out. Oh, you it's know, easy. You can Google it IT Support Somerville, and we show IT, up very we well there. Um, you can email us at advion.com. That's A-D-V-Y-O-N.com. It came from a combination of advice and beyond. And that's where we got our name from um, because we do consulting and so much more. And um, what's the first part of the email? Uh, B Anderson. B Anderson. It's a good way to contact me. Yep. And, um, Anderson, Anderson with an okay. O B yes. Anderson and Advion. Yep, absolutely. And, um, you know, I don't care how you get a hold of us. Just go ahead and get a hold of us. Smoke yeah. signals, email, call, um, our website. Not hard to you find. Know, we're not hard to find. We try to make everything really easy for, for Final four, question four. Question number four, then. What is a parting piece of advice that you'd want to leave with the audience? Um, be kind mm. to each other. Yes. Be kind. Um, you know, service should be a selfish thing. It, giving back should be a selfish thing. It, it should make you feel good about you. And that's why you give back. And that's why you help others because right. it's, it makes you feel good about you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I see so many people that uh, hesitate on giving because they say, what are they going to do with it? What are... It's not about them. It's not about them. It's about you. Right. And, you know, one thing that I try to remember going through my life is, A, you know, my giving is a selfish thing. It makes me feel good. If I get nothing back out of that, I know it'll come back to me. And it already has Mm -hmm. because 
I know that I'm doing something that's right. Right. And I feel that if a lot of people, or let's just say if everyone worried more about doing something for someone else and helping others, if they worried about that as much as they did worrying about what happens when you die, Mm -hmm. the world would be a better place. And what happens when you die would figure itself out. Mm. So give back to others. He just dropped the mic. Be kind. And, um, you know, just uh, make it a selfish thing. So you don't have to worry about what am I getting back out of it. Right. You know, I feel good giving because I feel good giving. Yeah. That's it. It is its own reward. It is. That's awesome. Okay, last thing. Bonus round. Bonus round. Ding a ding a ding. So what is what is what is something, and it could be anything, literally anything. Book, device, tool, you know, something. What is saving your life right now with everything you have going on? What's what's keeping you sane? What's saving your life? Uh, my calendar? Your calendar. <laughs> Uh, so, um, you know, time management for me, and I think for most all business owners is the, Mm. um, uh, is the one thing that holds us back from achieving whatever we want to achieve, how you manage your time. And those that are successful probably manage their time a little bit better than those that don't, whether it's sleep, whether it's exercising, whether mm-hmm. it's uh, studying, improving yourself, um, how much time do you dedicate yeah, to others? We all, everybody has the same number of hours in the day. Right. And that's the only thing that we can never multiply. Right. And that's the only thing that we'll never get back. And um, that's the only thing you can never make more of. So um, the one thing that really helps me is my time management and trying to stay on top of that. And as a business owner, it's... Uh, it's difficult to manage your personal time with mm-hmm. your business time. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, when you love what you do, they're the same thing. Right. You know, they're, they're integrated, which I do. And, which, you know, you know it's we're, a double-edged we're very, sword. Well, we're very, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm very passionate about what I do. I, I enjoy it. It's been my entire life doing this whole technology and business thing and whatnot. And, um, you know, it just becomes ubiquitous with everything you do. So when right. I'm on vacation, my phone doesn't get turned off. You know, I'm still, I still who I am, who I am wherever I go. But it's that time management that you can set aside time. You can set aside pause. You can integrate things that you thought you couldn't integrate. You know, when I remembered I was doing the podcast this morning and um, I wanted to take my kids just because this is, this is special time they wouldn't get any it's other awesome. way, even though Ethan is turning around and yawning. <laughs> <laughs> but nevertheless, it's an experience that we're sharing together, and um, I like more of those, and I like to uh, like to find things that we can integrate and all do together. And um, time management in my calendar is probably the best thing that that keeps me sane. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Brian, thank you. Thank you for bringing Layla and Ethan with you uh, to, to be the guest on the show thank today. Thank you for having me. It's Very a pleasure Very grateful to be for here. your time. I know you're doing great things here in Somerville with your business, with relationships, with people. So listeners, 
do us a favor and show some support for, for Somerville and for our community. Find Advion on Facebook. Give them a like. Share what they're doing. Uh, find this, share this podcast with someone who needs it. With your mother, who's like, uses the same password for everything. <laughs> just, send, just, just send this to her in an email. Say, Mom, listen to the first five minutes, and then you'll know how to do it. She'll still call you. <laughs> well, you know, and, and one part of our thing is, you know, we love giving advice. We love helping people. You know, I mean, that, that is not a, a shtick. That is, you know, what we seriously enjoy doing is, uh, you know, just, just helping people. So if anyone right ever has questions or whatever, you know, an email, a phone call, we're, we're always there to They're help right here. And, and to answer. And, and, you know, we, we, uh, really, no, no question is a dumb question. I get this all the time. Like, Hey, this is a really dumb question. Uh, no, it's not. Right. You know, the only dumb question is the one not asked. Right. That's right. So, um, you know, feel free to give us a call at any time. We'd be happy to, awesome. uh, happy to help. Well, friends, listeners, y'all been listening to Brian Anderson with Advion Consulting right here in Somerville. Uh, and you've been listening to the Somerville Advice Givers podcast. If, if you've been listening to us for a while, Give us some feedback. You know, send us a note, send us an email. Uh, share the podcast with someone that you think it will help. We're trying to spread word and have a greater impact in Somerville with all the good things that are going on. So subscribe and, and give us a like online, wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm your host, Yaden Smith. You've been listening to Somerville Advice Givers Podcasts, where we connect you with the advice you need for when life happens. And we'll see you next week.